Good evening. You're on live with Cannabis Network Radio. I'm your host, David Kowalski. Today is Monday, September 16th, 2013. I hope everyone is doing well this evening. We're going to kick off tonight's show with a little bit of Danka and their dank goodness. And we're going to roll in uh, talking about a whole lot of things, including the uh, Boston Freedom Rally and the Boston Tree Party that took place this past weekend. We'll be back soon with more Cannabis Network Radio.
And we're back with Cannabis Network Radio. Wow. I am beat. Beat, beat, beat. Um, been traveling a whole lot lately uh, for the cause. I've been having a good time. Don't get me wrong, having a great time. But uh, it's nice to be grounded for a little bit, very briefly. I'll be up, up, and away again uh, pretty soon. Um, wow. There's like so much going through my head of what I want to say. I guess I'll just start with um, Boston uh, and the Freedom Rally. Um, for those of you who are following, you know, what happened and didn't participate or weren't able to participate or come to Boston, obviously, which is a lot of you um, this weekend. Um, usually the Boston Freedom Rally is a one day event, takes place on Saturday, uh, third Saturday of every year for the last 23 years. Um, and this year they said they want to do it for two days and, uh, they started having issues with, um, permitting. The city was starting in with this, that, and the other, not enough police presence, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, it's been going back and forth and, and, and back and forth. And, uh, basically, uh, you'd, they faced issues in the past to deny permits, demand all kinds of proceeds going to uh, the Boys and Girls Club, and then it was rebuffed several times in courts, and the ACLU reminded uh, the city of Boston the First Amendment is still in force and the birthplace of American democracy. Um, And, excuse me, sorry, this has been a constant going back and forth with what's been going on, you know, with with Mass Can and, uh, you know, the rally. And this year they said to... uh, two days um it ended up uh there was a request for a two-day permit the city said they wouldn't have enough police presence to handle the event um and even though this has been a safe trouble-free non-problematic event for the past 23 years um mass can went to court and got a last minute injunction um and it was cut back on saturday by two hours and three hours on sunday um, ending the second day at 3 p.m. Now, for all of you in the cannabis world, you know that 420 has a significance, and, and the moment to go ahead and celebrate 420 and celebrate our freedom uh, was crucial. So to segue quickly to Sunday before I recap Saturday, um, basically the determination was that we were going to go ahead and continue uh, to... They, the police were going to shut down our power, shut off our microphones, not let the bands do anything, um, on Sunday after 3 p.m. So we decided that we were going to rally everyone together and we were going to go ahead and basically, you know, obviously technically stop the Boston Freedom Rally from Mass Can and we were going to start our own uh, event. Um, <clears throat> now, the uh, guys from Philly Normal um, and, uh, I mean, they're used to doing this uh, kind of direct action. Uh, they do once a month of a uh, you know civil disobe- act of civil dif- disobedience um by the liberty bell and they smoke up once a month there uh chris goldstein uh really took charge of of the whole reincarnation that was labeled uh the boston tree party um you know ironically in the same place the boston tea party took place um here in boston common right by boston harbor and um we decided that n- not we but you know all of the people there you know, the activists that were there decided that we were going to keep this, you know, act of and celebration of freedom uh, going on through the 420 hour and celebrate. Um, nonetheless, 
um, we went ahead and uh, kept things rolling. Uh, we had peop- people that started to speak from Russ Belleville. Um, we had, uh, um, I-, I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, Danny Danko, uh, Russ Belleville, uh, Dr. Uh, Keith Saunders. Um, we had um, Chris Goldstein spoke. Um, any Poe comedian spoke. Um we started at the gazebo, moved up to Mount Mary Jane, which has been labeled that, which is the big hill in Middle Boston Common. Um, we've had uh, people that that soapboxed um, Mike Can, the King of Pot. Um, everyone kind of talked until uh, they lost their voice. Um, then we got a bullhorn who went to the top of Mount Mary Jane. Danny Danko spoke. I spoke. Mickey Martin spoke. Um, and we basically spoke to a couple thousand people who remained in the crowd, um, there and before, and then I actually spoke right before 420. Um, Rick Kusick came in to usher 420. For those who don't know, Rick Kusick is the, uh, associate editor of High Times, publisher of High Times Magazine. Um, and basically we're standing on top of the hill, counting down Boston to 420. Um, and the ironic part is... Is that not, it's not even ironic, but but what what moved me the most is that in the history of America's oldest park, and in nine in the seventeen hundred seventeen sixty eight, John Adams, um, George Washington, General Lafayette, all were at this park to celebrate the nation's independence. Um, our forefathers who were at that park who grew hemp. Also, be that as it may, uh, you know, we're there to celebrate their independence. And then, you know, now a few hundred years later, we were there to celebrate our independence. Um, and we took the liberty of, of executing our right to free speech. Um, it was it was a beautiful sight. Um, everybody was there. Everybody was 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 grooving. No problems, no trouble, no issues. Um the uh, police tried making a stand for about five minutes, maybe six minutes, and then kind of realized that it wasn't really going to work out for them well. Because, um, as I say, the power is in the people, and uh, we let our voices be heard and our actions be heard. Uh, 420 came around on Sunday, uh, an hour and 20 minutes after the the shutdown of the Freedom Rally, and the entire park was up in a cloud of smoke with cheers. Um, even the Hare Krishnas that were there, they were doing drum circles and playing. And everybody was 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 celebrating our rights and, and our freedoms, especially our freedom to, uh, you know, use cannabis, uh, which in Boston is decriminalized and also now is legal for medical use. Um, possession of, of small amounts of cannabis is, is decriminalized and uh, medical use is uh, coming around. Uh, there should be some dispensaries opening up, I would say, probably within the next, I don't know, I would say by December, January, maybe February, I guess it depends on how the logistics get hashed out to get the dispensary open and whatnot. Um, the Boston Freedom Rally was a huge success. Uh, Mass Can Normal put on a great event. Um, I would like to thank uh, the folks at Mass Can, Kara, and um, Keith, uh, thank you for for inviting me and having me out there. 
Um, I appreciate it. Uh, it was an honor and a privilege, and I was humbled to be able to to speak and do what I do and advocate um, on on such hallowed grounds. Um, I'm going to digress now to Saturday. Um, I, I guess I'll just kind of give a rundown uh, of my own personal experiences and, and then you know, get into kind of the nitty-gritty of things. So when I arrived in Boston, I'm one of those people that, that really likes using public transportation when I can, being the fact that, you know, it's from Florida and we don't have public transportation here really. It's it's non-existent and, and what it is is a joke. Now, <clears throat> being the fact that, you know, I am an activist and I'm not rolling in dough, I try to find the best deals and cheap hotels, et cetera, et cetera. So I stayed in this hotel that was in Newton. Now, I did look at the metro, subway, et cetera, et cetera, system, and it said, oh, it would just be one bus, and then it would be a train, and I'd be there, et cetera, et cetera. Which is all fine and dandy if, in fact, the Boston Mass Transit Administration ran their schedules like they were supposed to and didn't change bus lines and directions and routes. And it was very confusing nonetheless. Um, but I did go ahead and manage to use uh, public transportation most of the time, only broke down and used a cab twice. Um, even so much so sticking to my guns of public transportation and not using a uh, taxi. I ended up walking about seven and a half miles Saturday night after the uh, normal high times uh, uh, VIP party uh, back to my hotel because the bus that was supposed to come decided to shut down its lights and veer off a block away from where we were supposed to pick us up. I guess the driver decided he was done for the evening and didn't want to make his last pickup. Um, so, you know, I was like, you know what, it's a beautiful night, it's a beautiful moon, I'm, I'm, was completely high from the day, and I don't mean, uh, on, on cannabis, I mean just from the experience itself, um, of being in Boston, the, the, really the foundation of American independence, and being able to celebrate such, such an event. Um, the park was beautiful, literally thousands of people showed up. Uh, both days, there were vendors of every sort there selling everything, soup to nuts. Um, it, it was it was ironic. I mean, Russ Belleville uh, in his article earlier kind of summed it up by saying, you know, it's a, it's a mixture of like, you know, chicken and stir fry and and roasted nuts and marijuana and and it, it's I don't know. It's I guess that's that you know the smell of, of of pot smoke that you know kind of intertween you know entwines with with all the other smells and adds that unique twist to it that that every you know pot smoker cannabis user activist kind of can smell from from miles away and it adds i guess a different panache and a different type of nostalgia um to the sensory perception of, of everything going on around there um i had an opportunity really to meet some some great people um you know i met a lot of the volunteers from from mass can normal um and i have to give them lots of credit um kara who kind of put this whole thing together um did an amazing job great job great work you know you made it through everything with all the hurdles and 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 everything went down more or less without a hitch um the celebration the speakers the music um you know everything was great got a chance to uh, spend some time with cheryl schumann um and while i'm talking about her i know that her daughter amy was taken to the hospital not sure why and was undergoing surgery so want to wish her the best um hope all is well cheryl it was great seeing you i got to spend some time with danny danko and rick Kusick, uh keith strop um and uh 
Diane Fornbacher, I do believe that's how it's spelled, uh, pronounced, my bad, um, from Ladybud Magazine, among other things, the Normal Women's Alliance. Uh, You know, we got, I mean, the list goes on and on, and I'm not out to name people. Just, it was great seeing you all. It was great connecting with you all again. Uh, We kind of been rolling in the same circles over the last few months, um, and and it's always good to see familiar faces and meet new people. guys from Philly Normal um, it was great to meet you it was great to connect with you guys um, I'm so happy and honored to have to have met you guys um, and working together with you guys or, or whatever associating with you guys um, at such a such a landmark event and, and I hope that uh, you know I'll be able to work with you guys uh, in Philly um, and get things rolling in, in PA um, and uh, maybe at some point in time get a chance to uh, come up and attend, um, you know, one of your uh, acts of, of civil disobedience uh, of smoking uh, in the park or hopefully sooner than later of coming up and celebrating uh, our freedom of being able to uh, consume uh, publicly. Um the the amount i mean I, I took pictures so you know pictures can say can say millions I'm, I'm not the greatest actually i'm a decent photographer i'm bad at taking pictures um if i can describe just my experience of, of walking into the park um it you, you come out of the subway station which is i guess on the top of, of the boston common top area i guess for lack of better terms and, and you're walking down this this huge hill which has been labeled mount mary jane actually you can even google it and it'll and it will bring it up where it is. Um, and you come down this mountain and it just literally was, was covered in people and blankets and, and just relaxing and and smoking and enjoying and dancing and singing and socializing and and these are thousands of people. I mean and, and walking down this this hill or walking down Mount Mary Jane, you just see these people all over the place just celebrating freedom. Uh, uh, smoking and 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 you don't see uh, uh, people stumbling and throwing up and getting into fights and you don't see uh, things you see at other events where there's you know alcohol that's rampant. I mean, there's no drinking, there's no alcohol. No one even is even looking for like drinking and, and and whatnot. And you know, like the biggest issue I think was some people, you know, got uncomfortable because it was getting really hot outside because the temperature fluctuation was a bit weird. You know, in the morning it was like 50 and then middle of the day it was like close to 80. Um, so dressing appropriately was kind of, kind of out there. Um, you know, it, it, it's inspirational and it's motivational, at least for me, because when I go to an event like this or even, or even, you know, the cannabis cup or I go to Seattle or I go to, you know, anywhere in Washington state or Colorado or any other place I go to and to go to these activism events, it's, it's inspirational because, I'm able to reach people and I'm able to see the impact that myself and other activists um, are making, you know, aside from the obvious of what's going on within, within the federal government, but to actually see things taking place and shape in states and, and seeing and being able to reach out and, and talk to and see and interact with, with all these people is, is, is an extremely uh, wonderful uh, heartwarming and, and a motivating uh, factor for me because I, I get, you know, when, when I'm online or I'm on the radio, you know, I don't get to see how people react and I don't see how people get to 
to, to respond to, to what I say and, and, and how I interact with people. Uh, this, so this actually gives me an opportunity to see, see, you know, cannabis activism, um, at, at its, at its best, at its finest. Um, all right, we'll be back in a few minutes. We're listening to, to some tunes here. Uh, we'll be back uh, with some more Cannabis Network Radio in just a few minutes, uh, talking more about the uh, Boston uh, Freedom Rally uh, and the Boston uh, Tree Party um, here on Cannabis Network Radio.
And we're back with Cannabis Network Radio. You're just listening to Green Sunshine. Check them out. Um, I don't think they're on iTunes, but uh, you can, uh, I guess, Google Green Sunshine Florida, um, and you should be able to find out where their music is uh, listed. Wow. Okay. Um, I have to, uh, first and foremost, thank everybody and all our listeners um, for tuning in and listening to us here on Cannabis Network Radio. Uh, our live listeners, thank you much. Um, for those who download us, thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, thank you for subscribing to our podcast. If you uh, find us on iTunes, I uh, would appreciate if you take a minute of your time and give us a rating on iTunes. It always helps us out. And we are listener-supported. Um, so please, 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 um, if you can help us out in any way. Um, you know, we don't get uh, sponsored. We don't get... Uh, you know, supported in any way um, to go out to these events um, and to cover uh, the news that we do. And, you know, I'm aspiring to build uh, Cannabis Network Radio to be a full-time radio network that covers uh, everything in the world of cannabis. And uh, and I want that to be something that's, that's user-supported, listener-supported, um, and, uh, you know, hopefully we can uh, grow from there. Uh, if you want to help us out, uh, just shoot me an email, uh, david at cannetradio.com, um, and uh, be happy to go ahead and uh, give you some direction. Uh, one other thing I want to mention is that uh, Weed Not Greed uh, legalization tour, national tour, um, is uh, going into effect. It's something that I've been working on for a few years and haven't been able to go ahead and uh, get the support that's needed, but uh, with Cannabis Network Radio... Uh, coming into play and 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 evolving, so on and so forth. I'm hoping that uh, the Weed Not Greed tour is going to become a reality uh, this summer, fall, uh, 2014. For more information in regard to that, you can go to www.weednotgreed.org. Uh, um, some new information and whatnot will be going up and getting posted uh, shortly, as well as some changes to Cannabis Network Radio's website over the next few days. Um, I know I've been saying that for a while, but it is going to happen. Um, and, uh, we also need some, uh, volunteers, people who have, uh, you know, any experience, uh, with radio broadcasting, remote broadcasting, um, internet work, uh, social media, advertising, um, if you have experience in advertising and you want to do some commission-based ad sales for us, uh, that'd be great as well, uh, contact me at davidacannetradio.com. All right, now that I got all the logistical stuff out of the way, um, I have to apologize to everyone about last week. I know that I told everyone that after uh, September uh, 1st, we're going to segue into a new show schedule of every Monday and Wednesday uh, for the live show from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, I got back from Seattle uh, last Monday evening, so I wasn't able to do a show Wednesday. Um, I was getting myself together to leave for Boston. Uh, and that's what prompted uh, to do a show Thursday evening uh, from Boston. Uh, it was myself, and I had special guest Russ Belleville on uh, from the Russ, from Radical Russ Bell from the Russ Belleville show on 420 Radio, and you can find his show on uh, 420radio.org. Um, it was great uh, working together with him yet again. Uh, we broadcast together at the High Times Cannabis Cup in Seattle. We broadcast together in Boston, um, and... Uh, you know, great information, great guy, great show. Uh, be sure to check it out, 420, uh, 420radio.org. 
Um, but uh, we're back on track uh, tonight. Uh, then we have Wednesday show. I do believe, uh, I'm pretty sure that on Wednesday show we're going to have the guys from Philly Normal uh, on the show uh, with us to kind of talk about things. Um, and then I have a whole bunch of, of great guests lined up for the next few weeks, uh, including Danny Danko uh, from High Times Magazine, uh, Rick Husick, um, uh, may have Russ Belleville on again, not sure. Um, I, lots of, of good stuff coming up, lots of good shows coming up, so uh, stay posted and, and stay tuned for more information. Um, now, um, wow, um, I'm kind of letting everything sink in. I'm, I'm decompressing. I, li- I literally uh, came here straight from um, the airport and, and, you know, I've had a million things flying through my head all day and, and thinking about, you know, where to go next, what to do next. Um, next, uh, is going to be at the grand reopening of the world famous cannabis farmers market in Seattle. Um, that's in a couple weeks. So I'll be heading back out to the West coast or whatever the Pacific Northwest yet again, uh, for that. Um, and, uh, a few other things on, on the plate, um, as I said before, I love coming to and attending all these these events. Uh, they are an inspiration. It's great meeting people um, who are passionate about what they do um, and to see the change uh, starting to sweep across uh, the U.S. Um, so last night, you know, I'm, I'm sitting on, on my computer and uh, I got a message from a friend of mine saying, hey, I just saw you on TV. And I'm like, oh, really interesting. Um, apparently, well, not apparently, I was. I saw it. I saw a rerun of the episode. I was on Drugs Inc. last night on that geo. Um, I didn't get the chance to say anything, but it was they were talking about Colorado and, and legalization there and the My 420 tours, uh, which I was honored to be a part of. Um, and I'm sitting there, uh, I guess, getting weed for everyone and, and doing some logistical, logistical works. They have me in the background moving around. Um, you know, so I guess it might be a cameo. I'm not quite sure, uh, what that would be or not. Uh, but not, nonetheless, uh, I, I am, you know, in drugs, Inc. on that geo, um, in last night's episode, I don't recall the name. I'll have to go ahead and, uh, post a clip, uh, on Canada radio when, when I get that. Um, I do believe someone has one prepared for me already. Uh, Russ Bill, Belleville was on as well, uh, same episode. Uh, so be sure to go ahead and check that out, uh, if you have a chance, um, and uh, today I, I was honored to be seen to see that I was included in an uh, article in High Times Magazine that went out this morning um, covering the 24th annual um, Boston uh, Freedom Rally. Um, you know, so as I said, this was something that's been going on for the last 23 years. Same spot, same location. This is the 24th year it took place. Um, and, you know, Rick Husick, when he was up there, was saying how just a few years ago he was getting arrested along with other people uh, for, for doing this exact same thing and just shows how far we've come uh, from a few years ago to, to today. And it truly is... Um, I mean, it, it truly is... I don't know how to describe it. It's one of those feelings. And the best way for me to describe something, something like this is, is think about something that you would visualize or see that would truly inspire you, uh, to continue doing what you're doing and bring out a passion in you and, and keep that passion ignited. Um, 
and that's what the sense I get from attending and seeing seeing events like this and being included and being asked to speak and and taking part of and 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 especially the fact that I got to speak in, in an act of civil disobedience, kind of, sort of. Um, you know, I, I really was not practicing civil disobedience. I was practicing my First Amendment right to free speech um, and practicing our rights to gather and, and assemble um, on public property. Um, but the fact that I was able to do that, not with a microphone, not not in an organi- quote-unquote organized fashion, but in an act of true freedom um, and an act of being able to talk to literally a few thousand people, um, it, it it's uh, I don't know how really how to describe it. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. It's it's an honor. It's a great honor. A great honor to be able to do such a thing in, in the foundation of our country's independence and freedom. Wow, um, it is <laughs> so much has transpired over the last few weeks. Um, it's it's uh, overwhelming. Um, so. where to go from from okay sorry i'm going to i'm going to backtrack to go from an event like that to to know that you know my friends and everyone in florida are struggling so hard for legalization we need to go ahead and try to make something like this happen in in florida um Although I'm not going to be here, you know, I'm not going to be in Florida um, for much, much longer. Um, I, you know, there's still going to be an definitive place in my heart. Um, and, you know, I want to see change happen. That would be great for everybody. Um, but, uh, you know, the power is in the people. You know, and when you're at, when you're at an event where you see 25,000, 30,000 people gathering to 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 collectively get together to show literally show what they want and i'm not talking about signing a piece of paper i'm not talking about you know being on the internet i'm talking about coming out and doing something now i understand that tallahassee is a trek for most everybody in the state of florida because there's no easy way to get there and i think that was done intentionally however we need to plan to have a rally of epic proportions in the state of Florida and Tallahassee. I don't know how to go about doing something like that. I mean, I, I can look into getting permits or whatever the case is, but what I do need is I do need everyone out there that that's listening and all the people I know, uh, from, from high times, from all the normal chapters, all the other activists is this is something I need your help to put together because we need something of epic proportions in terms of a, of, of a human response to prohibition in the state of Florida and other states too, but I'm focusing on Florida um, because that's where I've lived for the last nine years. Um, it's a place that's important to me um, and I want to see change happen there. Um, you know, because honestly, you know, I would like to be able to return to Florida and not be, you know, considered, you know, a, a criminal by by local government. I mean, the the federal government doesn't seem to think that we're criminals that much anymore from everything that's said. But, 
you know, I'm really hoping that things change and uh, we take a new approach to this. But I really would like to put together some sort of freedom rally uh, festival where a lot of people are attending um, and really make an impact here uh, in the state of Florida. And, uh, you know, I am calling out to everyone that I know and all the powers that be to, uh, you know, please, you know, reach out to me um, and let's make this happen. And I'm not talking about just a ragtag Freedom Festival. I'm not talking about, you know, down in Miami. I mean, uh, all those things are great. Uh, all those things are wonderful and, you know, it gets visibility. But I'm talking about something like the Boston Freedom Rally. I'm talking about um, um, something like Woodstock proportions uh, of where, you know, we really can make our voices heard and we can be seen and we can let everyone know it's up. And it's important to do it in Tallahassee because that's where uh, the government offices are. That's where, where it's all happening. And in order to go ahead and have, uh, you know, political change, social uh, stance and social change needs to come up first. So we need to gather, we need to unite, and we need to make something like that happen uh, in the state of Florida and other states as well. Um, so, again, you know, please contact me, reach out to me. Let's try to make something happen sooner the better. Um, I know logistics uh, can be nightmarish, but uh, I truly want to make something like this happen. Um, <clears throat> so, wow. All right. I'm kind of burnt, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired. Wow. Okay. Um, I have uh, a whole bunch of other stuff I want to go ahead and uh, talk about. Um on canatradio.com, if anyone, uh, I know some people, uh, like, sometimes have asked me questions. I've actually gotten a lot of questions about uh, listening to our live stream. I'm going to be making some changes to make it a little bit easier, but if, if you go to canatradio.com and you and you go onto the right-hand side of the page and scroll down a little bit, uh, you'll see listen to our live stream 24-7 by clicking on any of the links below. Um, obviously, a little iPhone thing there is people who are using iPhones or iPads. Uh, QuickTime is for people who use, prefer to use QuickTime. QuickTime or Macs, and a little Windows media players for people that use Windows computers, obviously. Um, now, when we're not doing a live show, um, the feed, all of our older shows are being rebroadcast um, on the network, and on the same station, if you bookmark it or whatever the case is, or the same link, um, our live shows are on as well um, every Monday and Wednesday uh, from 8 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, also, on the left of the page, you'll see uh, a list says listen to our previous episodes it's supposed to be uploaded and updated uh, automatically for some reason it seems to have a problem with auto refreshing so when you see uh, an episode says CNR 126 um, for whatever reason that information didn't get updated or uploaded properly but it's still a valid episode um, or you can always go to uh, iTunes uh, put in the search word cannabis um, and go to podcasts and I think uh, we're at like number six or seven on the list there um, and you can subscribe and you can listen to us obviously not live through that link but you can listen to our previous episodes there as well um, as you all I'm sure or know I just kind of started up a Twitter account for Cannabis Network Radio um, so I'm kind of tweeting and, and being in the tweeting world I guess I know I'm behind the times uh, but if you want to find us on Twitter it's at uh, Cannet Radio um, that's where we're at on Twitter um and uh, I'm, I'm kind of learning the ropes of Twitter. Um, excited to be on there. Exciting to be able to reach more people and, and a larger audience. And if this is your first time joining us, listening to us from you know all the new 
outreach that 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 we've done um welcome thank you for for uh listening do appreciate it um we also have a uh you know facebook page obviously uh it's facebook.com forward slash cannot radio um also we have cannabis information network uh which is you know really my 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 baby my my real organization um and that is uh, you can find that as well as canon phone at canon phone net on twitter and on facebook um facebook.com forward slash cinllc and um online you can go to cannet.org um and i'll direct you to the cannabis information website um so jody emery and i got a chance to talk on uh on on saturday and uh, I always enjoy uh, seeing her. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Jody Emery is Mark Emery's wife, a.k.a. the Princess of Pot, and Mark was labeled the Prince of Pot. Um, he was sentenced to prison, uh, extradited from Canada, put in prison here in the United States, still serving time. Uh, however, uh, Jody and, and her legal crew has worked out uh, that the U.S. is willing to let him go back to Canada. Uh, now the Canadian government is stalling. Uh, so we need to go ahead and uh, try to find some way to uh, you know get Mark Emery home and out of prison uh, because he did nothing wrong. Um, and and for all of you who need to find out more about Mark Emery, um, just put a su- search in Google um, and you'll get all the information you need. Uh, Jody is a great activist. She always has a, a smile on her face. She's a wonderful person to talk to. She's so kind-hearted. Uh, phenomenal speaker. She's definitely a rabble rouser as well. Um, but when we were talking, walking uh, to to the main stage on Saturday, um, we came up with the terminology of hibernate. You know, so uh, for all those who uh, celebrate winter, um, we coined the term hibernate. You know, so what's the better, what's the best way to go ahead and and you know spend those cold winter days, you know, up north and uh, whatever, is to uh, hibernate in your home uh, with some quality cannabis. Um, those of you in Colorado and, and Washington State and, and other states where it's, uh, you know, Maine, Vermont and other places and New England where it's decriminalized and, and legal, you know, medicinally, uh, you know, this is the winter to, uh, to definitely hibernate for sure. Um, good play on words. It's kind of, of catchy, kind of funny, but uh, nonetheless, uh, I do have to give credit to uh, Jody uh, Emery as well as myself. Um, for uh, kind of coining that term, and uh, you know, in regard to to, to high or, or hibernates, and, and and you know, again, as I always say, you know, high is a bad terminology, um, but uh, nonetheless, it's synonymous with 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 the movement. Um, and I think that that when we all refer to ourselves being high, we refer to ourselves being good spirits and feeling good and feeling happy, um, so on and so forth. With the, which is one of the best attributes to. Uh, to using cannabis, uh, one thing which which I did notice that that you know is completely different, and I not really noticed. I knew this, but it, it, just being able to see an observation of the cultural differences between Seattle or, or Washington State, Colorado, and then New England is is really it's really a drastic difference i mean colorado really is i'm going to say 710 oil oil central dab central 
um, <clears throat> slowly said making its way over to, to Washington State, Seattle area. Um, the, it's becoming more dominant um, with quality oils, extracts, etc. Um, it, it's the next generation uh, of cannabis use. Um, it's debatable, positive, negative, you know, back and forth. Nonetheless, I think it's something that's here to stay. However, uh, you know, going to a place like Boston, you know, you don't really see anyone doing dabs or, or oil. It's, you know, it's all flour, um, you know, and the concentrates are, are very few and far between. Um, you know, so seeing the difference uh, between, you know, the dynamic of, of cannabis users, um, you know, and, 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 it's, and it's also strange because, you know, I've been around groups of people where they're smoking in a public park, but yet they're still like, hiding their shit and being squirrely about stuff and, and whatever. And I guess it's just one of those like leftovers. Me, I, I kind of, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm putting my guard down ish sometimes, especially at events because you know, I'm there to be an activist. I'm there to do what I believe in. Uh, but nonetheless, um, you know, the dynamic is, 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 is different. Um, you know, Sunday, Boston Police Department went ahead and sent in undercovers to try to entrap people into selling cannabis. Um, there were issuing some citations, uh, even though it's decriminalized, such as citations, uh, I think a $100 citation. Um, n not sure why or who they were picking. I didn't really get a chance to ask any police officer that would talk to me, or I, I shouldn't say. I have an opportunity to speak at length with the police officer that would give me the time and explain to me why some people were being picked to be given citations and others were not. Um, but it seemed to be somewhat random from what I saw, and I think from at least my impression of seeing the officers that were issuing the citations, a lot of them were older, higher-ranking officers that I think um, haven't gotten together with the program and realized that there's much more bigger things to worry about than, you know, cannabis use. Um, you know, a very good example, you know, today as I was flying, I heard there was a shooting in the shipyards, whatever. And one of the things that pointed out, I think I was reading in CNN, uh, was that, you know, he was intoxicated on Friday and alcohol and he had a, you know, a history of alcohol and substance abuse and, and things like that. That's what happened today, as tragic it is, and, and my heart goes out to the families of, of those that were, were killed and hurt. Substance abuse and alcohol abuse, that, that, that's derivative of, of, of things that are legal. <laughs> you know, prescription medication, alcohol, all accessible, no problem. I, I guarantee you that if this guy was a habitual cannabis user and, and resorted to using cannabis, this wouldn't have taken place this morning. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty confident I can say that. Um, you know, in all the large gatherings and all the large events, I mean, Seattle Hemfest, they had a few hundred thousand people there. No instances of violence at all. The Freedom Rally, no instances of violence. No no people stumbling around. No people throwing up. No people getting into fights. No people, you know, doing crazy, stupid things that, that's induced by by alcohol, which is, which is legal. Now, I'm not saying don't drink and whatever the case is in moderation. However, though, you know, the people that sit there and preach about, you know, how 
you know, cannabis is not good for you and can do those harmful things while they're going ahead and sipping on their cognac or on their whatever the case is. I mean, it's hypocrisy at its finest. You know, all the legislators and representatives and congressmen and government officials, I guarantee you all drink, you know, and I guarantee you that all of them have been drunk at some point or another, maybe not recorded or on film, or maybe if so, but I guarantee you they all have been, and they've all done stupid things, no doubt about it. You know, when I was at a when I was at the party Saturday night, like you just see people and everyone's like just dancing and grooving and talking and and the conversations you hear from people are inspiring. It's not some slurred drivel about God knows what that you hear drunk people talking about. I mean, you know, I think I actually want to do somehow or another put together like a, a video or a study or something where, you know, I get, let's say, three, four people drunk and I get three, four people stoned. And then I have do simple tasks for both of them, you know, making a phone call, uh, walking a straight line, um, saying a complete sentence, reading a book, having a discussion and document this and and kind of see that compare literally in a, in a visual audio visual perspective of a drunk person and a person you know using cannabis you know and and we'll do it you know hit for hit we'll i'll, I'll we'll do quality cannabis maybe i'll do it when i'm in colorado or in, in washington state next time so we don't have a, an issue with legality um but uh we'll go ahead and uh you know have someone do a shot and someone do a hit, a shot, a hit, a shot, a hit, you know, and uh, side by side, and I'll try to get, you know, both male and female of, of pretty much the same weight and proportion size. And that's something I really would like to do. I think I would like to go ahead and make like a, a you know, like a 10, 15 minute time lapse video of something like that. And, uh, you know, really kind of put it out there of, of alcohol and, and cannabis and, you know, whatever. Uh, if anyone is interested in participating, actually, you know, I think I'm going to make this happen in Seattle uh, next time I'm there. So uh, independent filmmakers, filmmakers, audio people, you know, anyone listening to the show, people who want to participate in this. Um, I would like to take an evening next time I'm in I'm in Seattle and uh, try to make this happen because um, I think it would be a great viral video and a great uh, educating tool. Uh, so uh, hit me up and uh you know, let's make this happen. Uh, David at cannetradio.com or David at cinllc.org. Uh, find me on Facebook um, and uh, send me a message. Email me, call me, whatever. I, that's something I want to make happen. Um, you know, I think that'd be cool. That'd be cool. You know. Um, but as I was saying, you know, the inspiration that you get from overhearing conversations or being involved in a conversation uh, with, with people, um, when you're in a cannabis environment is really, uh, is really amazing. The things that, that can become achieved and the, the ideas that are born and the, the drive that happens from that is something that you don't get from any other type of, of, of soiree or, or grouping of people. Um, and, and it really is amazing when you're standing on stage you know, looking out at a few thousand people and everyone's just playing with their dogs, talking to each other, singing, listening to music, listening to people speak. And there's no 
chaos ensuing. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's amazing. It, it truly is amazing um, to to be able to witness something like that. It, it's 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 awesome. Um, and uh, you know, again, you know, we're we're uh, I'm I'm privileged and honored to be friends with and in the group of other activists um, from all around the country and all around the world um, that have done great things. You know, uh, Sunday morning I had a privilege to meet briefly. Unfortunately, I forgot to take a picture. Dr. Lester Greenspoon. He's also, you know, all these people are like just pioneers and people have been doing this for a very, very long time. You know, I know I haven't been doing this for for a long, long time, but I've been doing it for for a while. And, uh, you know, some people have been at it a lot longer than me and, and I give them the utmost respect and, and, you know, to be, you know, I guess joining these people in the ranks and being able to, to, you know, stand side by side, you know, with them and, and, and talk and, and, you know, be in the same circles as them is, is, is humbling. It, it's an honor and, and it's, it's inspiring, um, you know, for all those people that, that, you know, inspired me, a lot of them were there. Um, and, and, you guys and ladies um, have, you know, taken me and brought me and accepted me into this, you know, this world as, as an activist and as a member of, of our culture and society. And, and, and I want to thank everyone uh, for that. And, you know, I want to thank everyone that listens to, to me talk and everything that I say. It's, it's, you know, I have lots of thanks to give and, and lots of things to be happy for because we're changing. We're, we're changing the laws. We're, we're changing the world. We are, we are setting a precedent worldwide right now in the United States, you know, Washington state, Colorado, you know, even, even in Boston by, by in, in Massachusetts, by making the stand that we did this past weekend, just the display of what's going on. I mean, you're not going to see it in major media. You know, you, you, you look, I tried doing a search, you know, throughout, you know, news feeds about, you know, this Boston freedom rally and there wasn't a whole lot about it anywhere. So, you know, organizations like, you know, myself, like Cannabis Information Network, Cannabis Network Radio, you know, High Times, uh, the Russ Belleville Show, uh, 420radio.org, uh, um, Ladybud Magazine, um, all of these, you know, normal, normal chapters, all these organizations, SSDP, um, all these organizations are, are changing everything or we're setting the precedence of for the rest of the world today tomorrow right now and the change is happening and all you people out there that, that are listening and, and and support and uh you know take your time out to listen to what i have to say and others have to say i thank you uh for taking that initiative and taking your time to listen to that and together all of us together, we're going to make this happen. It's not just me and the other activists. We, we rely on you, the people, to help us achieve that goal. And uh, the only way that's going to happen is if we start talking about it, and we start making this into a very, very large, big social issue on a grand scale outside of the realm of computers and Facebook and Twitter and, and all that jazz and make it into a, a true social issue. Uh, so I urge everyone to... to don't just sit there, do something. Rise up, get together, gather, assemble... Uh, exercise your freedoms, your constitutional rights, you know, to assemble, to make something happen, to make your voices be heard. And, you know, every person who is a, who is a user of cannabis needs to go ahead and put, 
put themselves out there. The time is now. Um, I know that people are afraid because of their job. I know people are afraid because of what people might say or suspect or whatever. But you know what? We know the truth about how cannabis affects us. If cannabis is a regulated market, we can have cannabis that is the proper for us to use and puts us in the right mindset to be, you know, to work and to accomplish what we need to, to live pain free, to live happily, to live without stress, anxiety, to leave, to live cancer free, seizure free. Um, and the list goes on and on and on. So the time is now to let our voices be heard. The time is now for us to, to literally come out of the closet, to rise up, to come together, to make this change happen. Um, it worked in Colorado. It worked in Washington State. It's working in Massachusetts. It's working in Vermont. It's working in Maine. It's working in other states. And, you know, we have to have it work all over our country. And I'll be more than happy to come and support anyone, anywhere, at any time that, that needs me there, that wants me there, and, and help get things together. Just reach out to me and let me know what's up. Well, I'm going to call it a wrap uh, for this evening's edition of Cannabis Network Radio. Um, because I am tired. Um, I need to get home, unpack, and and kind of just unwind for a little bit. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you to all of our supporters. Um, thank you, everyone, again, at Mass Can for a great weekend. Thank you to the guys at High Times um, for everything that you do. Um, thank you, Russ Belleville, for, for including me um, in your stories and, and being on my show. Um, I like to thank everyone, everyone I met this weekend, all my new friends, all my continuing friends. I love you all very much. Um, it's always great to see you. I'm looking forward to seeing you again um, at the next big hoorah. Um, and I guess the next real, real big thing is going to be the Cannabis Cup in uh, Amsterdam um, over Thanksgiving weekend, um, which I am starting to get excited about already. Um, so uh, I wish everyone a good night and a safe night. Um, and we'll talk to you uh, on Wednesday with another live edition of Cannabis Network Radio.